good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to this week in Renewables, season two, episode two. Uh, this is your bite-sized roundup of the renewable stories over the last seven days. Wind, solar, hydropower, anything renewables I discuss. I'm your host, Mr. Deji Okunsola. Um, if you're not subscribed already, please do so. Don't forget to like, comment and share. It really does help with the visibility of this weekly Renewables podcast. Um, first of all, uh, how is everyone doing in this week two of 2022? Uh, if you're like myself, you've probably set yourself some renewable, I'm gonna say set yourself some renewable goals. You've probably set yourself some uh, New Year's resolutions and goals to achieve. Uh, if you're probably like myself as well, you've probably broken some of them already. Don't worry, we're all human. Uh, week one doesn't count anyway, so this is where we start all our wonderful New Year's resolutions. Uh, back to some renewable stuff, and congratulations to Paraguay. Uh, as of last week, uh, they are the first country in the world, I repeat, the first country in the world to have 100% clean and renewable energy um, electricity generation. So, round of applause. Um, to Paraguay and all those within the Paraguayan renewable sector and government. Um, this is as a result of the disconnecting of the last fossil fuel electricity generator from the grid. So uh, again, as of last week, 100% clean and renewable electricity uh, generated from Paraguay. Um, it's fair to say um, there are a few countries who are operating at the 97 and 98% uh, mark with regards to clean energy. So hopefully uh, 2022 is the year that we saw more um, countries achieving the same as Paraguay. So again, congratulations to all those in Paraguay, uh, both within the renewable sector and the government for achieving that wonderful goal. Um, some more news from the re renewable sector overall. And according to the uh, International Environmental Agency, the IEA, um, renewable energy hits an all-time record in 2021, um, but they have warned that faster development is needed to reach the net zero targets as set out earlier on in 2021. Um, it's reported that by the end of the, uh, 2021, uh, new renewable power capacity is expected to rise to 290 gigawatts, um, surpassing the previous record um, set in 2020. Uh, of 280 gigawatts. Um, the International Environment Agency has also highlighted that the strengthening role solar power is playing, uh, with um, photovoltaic solar power alone providing more than half of the new uh, capacity uh, due to common line over the next five years. Um, quite interesting as well, um, solar panels and wind turbines um, across California uh, China, India, uh, USA and Europe actually account for 80% of the renewable expansion worldwide. So um, again, um, this is great numbers uh, coming from the uh, International Environmental Agency and what renewables is doing across the world and the take up, but um, a lot more work has to be done uh, with regards to meeting the uh, net zero targets. Um, on to some hydropower news now. and. Um, a developer um, by the name of Rye, uh, which is a Boston-based US hydropower developer, uh, they are planning to build and invest $1 million, uh, uh, to be precise, um, for a new stored hydroelectric project in Bell County. Um, this information was released um, last week. 
and the uh, electricity uh, provided uh, will be uh, produced via a energy storage system uh, which will release water when needed providing up to 200 gigawatts for eight hours um, at the time of um, creating this information for you guys today I didn't have too much information but I'll be sure to keep you updated by interesting news coming by way of the hydropower sector and the USA Bell County. Uh, moving from the uh, hydropower side of things to uh, onshore wind and um, RWE have broken ground on their 12 megawatt German onshore project. Um, RWE has con started construction of um, almost um, 12 megawatts Envendorf wind farm in Germany. Um, the project itself will feature three Nordex turbines with hub heights of 134 metres uh, in Lower Saxony Hamburg district, around 50 kilometres south of Hamburg. The turbines themselves will produce enough electricity to supply 7,500 homes uh, once they become fully operational in the late summer. Um, in an article, RWE, uh, German onshore wind farm head Jens Elder, commented uh, Endorf is a positive example of how the pace of building additional renewable uh, capacities can be stepped up due to good collaboration between state and local authorities. I would like to thank the local stakeholders and the local authority for their great support with this project. So, Again, congratulations to everybody involved in this project. Um, more news uh, coming by way of the wind sector across Europe, and this, this time by Octopus Energy, who have recently inked a European PPA triple. Uh, they have signed three new power purchase agreements uh, with ST Energia, uh, Owens Corning, and Kimberly Clark supplying electricity from three wind farms in Finland, Sweden, and Scotland, respectively. Uh, the PPAs were signed in November and December last year and will develop and uh, will deliver, I should say, a total of 3,000 gigawatts of uh, power um, an hour. Um, this is really good news um, coming by way of Europe and Octopus Energy, who coincidentally provide my own um, electricity, have been quite busy um, last year. I know they featured quite a few times in this week in renewables. So expecting to see them again uh, this year. So congratulations to all those involved on these uh, particular PPA uh, purchase um, agreements across the uh, Sweden, Scotland and Finland respectively. Um, last, and, last but not least, a bit more news from the wind sector, uh, this time by Neon, who are the French developer. Uh, they have signed a power purchase agreement to supply digital infrastructure provisions and services outfit uh, Equinox with at least 30 megawatts of wind energy in Finland. Uh, under the 10-year agreement, uh, Equinox will purchase 85% of the green en energy and guarantees of origin to be produced by building wind farm in Finland. Um, Neon owns an 80% uh, stake in the project and the remaining 20% being owned by Procon, uh, which is um, co-development in this project. Uh, construction is scheduled to start in 2023, so next year, uh, with commissioning to follow in 2024. So uh, be sure to um, keep listening and watching this week Renewables, where you'll find more information about these particular projects. Moving on from the wind sector to solar now, and, and uh, Aquila 
Capital. Uh, they have uh, taken a 51% stake in the 420-watt megawatt Italian PV project. Uh, they've recently formalised um, the acquisition of 50, 51% stake in the project under development in Italy from Soltec Power Holding subsidiary at Powertis for an undisclosed price. Um, the agreement also um, uh, contemplates the co-development of an additional 90 megawatts of energy storage in the country. Um, the deal itself, to give you a bit more information, uh, will cover 15 solar farms, uh, of which Powertis will remain 49% um, stake, uh, but with the purchase option for Aquila Capital um, that may be exercised either at the ready-to-build or the commercial operation date. Um, prior to this transaction, um, Powertis had already uh, transferred an additional 772 uh, megawatts to Aquila Capital, uh, reaching a total co-development of 1,193 megawatts, uh, to which 90%, 90 megawatts of energy storage. Um, the agreement itself will guarantee the industrial business of Soltec Power Holdings uh, certain rights over the supply of the solar trackers used for the uh, project, as well as uh, uh, contracting of the construction work of the project as well. So, again, some really uh, interesting news coming from the wind sector, uh, from the solar sector, uh, this time from Aquila Capital. Um, more news on the solar side and Brazil. Uh, they have reached the uh, milestone of 13 gigawatts of installed solar capacity. Um, this is really, really good news. Um, this has come from the Absolar uh, announced last week, which is the Domestic Solar Power Association, who reported that Brazil's installed solar power generation capacity has hit 13 gigawatts. Um, since 2012, um, Brazil uh, solar plants have brought an investment of approximately um, 11.6 billion dollars and created around 390,000 uh, local jobs according to Absolar data. Uh, in regards to the, uh, the DG mix alone, uh, solar power is currently 99% of all the systems in the country. So, um, you know, going back to the theme of PowerGry, who have now reached 100% uh, clean energy. Um, yeah, it looks like um, Brazil uh, could not be uh, a will be not too far behind them as well. Really good news coming from the LATAM uh, market in Brazil. Um, some more news from the solar sector, just looking at here what's worth sharing with you guys. Um, interesting news here of asset manager Lux Cara and Ulua Bank have achieved financial close to the uh, uh, on the under construction 171 megawatt Tram Goffin solar farm in Germany. Um, the solar farm is located in the municipalities of Tram and Litzraff in the state of Mecklenburg, Western Pomerania. I apologize, German is not my first language, so um, on the pronunciation there. Um, it is owned by Renewable Energy Fund for industrial or institutional investors advised by Lutzkara. Um, the proceedings of the transaction will be used to fund the ongoing construction of the project and start of the commercial operations is expected to be in the first quarter of 2022. So this year to be precise. So again, um, keep tuned and keep subscribed to this week and be able to find out more information about that particular project. 
And last and some final news, keeping along with the renewable theme, um, Abu Dhabi renewables company Mazda, who you guys know very well, uh, they have become the official partner to the English football team Manchester City. Um, as part of the new agreement, uh, Manchester City and Mazda will collaborate on a range of partnerships, um, um, including launch of a new global campaign aimed at raising awareness on the importance of climate action and the mitigation of climate change. Uh, the campaign will also uh, coincide with the Mazda-hosted Abu Dhabi Sustainability Week, um, a platform for accelerating sustainable development uh, which is scheduled to take place uh, this year from the 15th to the 19th of January. So um, really interesting news there coming by way of Mazda and then involvement with Manchester City Football Club of the United Kingdom. Um, that my friend sums up this week in renewables. Uh, your bite-sized roundup of the renewable sector over the last seven days. Again, don't forget to subscribe, like and share. Um, as I mentioned last week, I'm also going to be putting together a series of interviews with professionals within the renewable sector uh, to discuss their life in renewables and the renewable sector as a whole. If this is something that does interest you, uh, please do not hesitate to contact me. Um, my contact details are always there. Um, I look forward to you know, receiving your request of um, you know, anything you'd like me to discuss as well. So again, have a wonderful week, week two of the year. Uh, don't worry about week one of the year. It doesn't count anyway. I've been your host, Mr. Deje Gonzola. Have a wonderful week. Goodbye. Take care. Bye.